and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really good first hour. We broke down... A lot of stuff. Uh, we had uh, Mark Panicelli on, the dean of ENC Sports Talk hosts, uh, the king of uh, ENC Sports Talk hosts, joining us. We talked NASCAR. We talk, We gave you a Craven County preview of uh, football, which kicks off this Friday night. Cannot wait for that. But I got to tell you, man, uh, yes, we've got high school football coming up on Friday night, but let me tell you this. This Saturday night at the Kenston Community Center, Cannot wait for this. It's been a long time coming, too. It's going to be the induction of the 2023 Kinsley North County Sports Hall of Fame class. And uh, joining us on the line right now, uh, one uh, one of the inductees that I got to tell you, I'm now, Coach, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm going to try not to get a little teary-eyed uh, when uh, Coach George Whitfield calls out your name and gets you to come up there and hand you your, uh, your Hall of Fame plaque. But Wells Gulledge uh, joining us live on our Spence Automotive guest line this morning. Uh, and uh, one of those uh, 11 inductees into the uh, Kensal North County Sports Hall of Fame. How are you doing this morning, Coach? Good morning, Hank. How are you, buddy? Um, first of all, congratulations on you and Linda getting engaged, man. <laughs> that, that, you're a rock star. That is so awesome. So congratulations to you two guys. I'm so happy for you. Well, thank you. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, you'll be getting an invitation for that too. That'll be coming up. Uh, uh, I, I, it looks like it's going to be Saturday, December the 30th. Coach, will you be coaching a game that day? We'll be off. I'll be there. All right. <laughs> Can't wait. But uh, listen, no, no, this isn't about me. I want to talk about you, Coach, and just uh, – I. you were a shoe-in. You were unanimous. I don't even know. I probably am going to get in trouble for telling that. We're no, I, got, I don't think we're supposed to, but this was your first year of eligibility to be in the uh, Kinsella North County Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, two – well, I'm sorry, there were three unanimous. Uh, you, Chris Hatcher – who, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to get you to talk a little bit about some of these other inductees, too, here in a little bit. And Bill Ellis, I mean, uh, two gentlemen that, uh, I guess, Chris, you had him uh, when you were at Kenston High School. We know the career that he had, and then Bill Ellis uh, with the Parks Recreation Department. But, you know what, heck, well, let's just jump in right there, Coach. Hey, what does it mean? And, and Craig Hill, on top of that, the, the gentleman who hired you to come to Kenston uh, is being inducted in this. Craig Dawson, one of the all-time great uh shooters all-time great players in Kenson history this is a hell of a class coach <laughs> man i'm just honored to have my name mentioned with those with those fellas to be quite honest with you they're 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 true friends of mine and um we we all pretty much stay in contact now hatcher's a little bit different he's out there cutting <laughs> cutting some woods down right now well, but, he's doing that right um, now as we're speaking i bet you coach I, I guarantee you he's on the track somewhere, buddy. I, you know, so he's such a humble human being. And, and, and all the others you mentioned with, with Bill and uh, Coach Hill and, and um, you know, just going on down the line also with uh, Craig. I just, man, I just can't wait to see everybody. That's, it's almost going to be like almost a family reunion that, that you haven't been to in, in, in so many years. And um, looking forward to it, man, I'm, I'm I'm very very excited. I really am. And oh man, it's just uh, been a busy summer. Um, you know, with everything's been going on with with 
with camps and things like that and going and seeing, uh, visiting with Reggie a little bit and um, down to his place in uh, Belize and running a camp down there with over 100 kids. So it's it's been quite the whirlwind. Um, this has been a great summer. It really has. And I, I can't wait to have our family um, back back home in Kinston and uh, to really see everybody and let let everybody see how fast the kids are growing as well because <laughs> they certainly are going buddy and Brinkley's going to be and uh, she's going to be a rising freshman this year and she made a volleyball team and we, we've been taking her everywhere but loose here lately and uh, Baker's just been in tow if you know what I mean oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I can't wait and Dawn's so excited to to see everybody as well. So we're, we're just elated to, to be coming back into town. I think we, I have not had you on since, uh, since your lovely wife, everybody, we, we all love Dawn, of course. Uh, but she made her radio debut, uh, calling one of your games. I thought it was awesome when we did, uh, when, uh, Ashley took on Kinston down at the East coast invitational in Jacksonville this summer, uh, I saw her sitting across from me. I was like, you know what? Let me get her on here for two or three minutes. Dude, she did the whole game with me, man. It was awesome. I, I, and she, hey, coach, coach, this is not conjecture. You can ask uh, anybody who listened to it. She was awesome, dude. I mean, I did not know she was as fluid and that she was aw- as awesome with headphones on and a microphone in front of her as you are, coach. <laughs> man, i tell you what. All, all, all that all that talk she gives me around the house, man. She, she can't do anything but be pretty good on those things. <laughs> no, I'm I'm super proud of her, and um, you know, for her to put up with with me all these years in the game, um, you know, that it takes a special person to do that, and uh, I love her dearly for it. Well, I got to tell you, so many different angles I want to hit here in the next 20, 25 minutes or so. And uh, the first one is we're going to have Coach Whitfield on uh, Friday's show. And that's going to be, I love, love, love the story he tells about how he got Wells Gulledge to Kenston High School from uh, when, you know, you'd been at Jacksonville for three years and school year had already begun and everything. I'd love to hear your side of it, Coach, before we get Coach Whit on, on Friday's show to talk about it. How how did Coach Whitfield and Craig Hill get you to Kenston High School, sir? Man, I'm gonna tell you something. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that story will will always resonate in my mind because um, I can remember I was uh, Bill Kelly, who was uh, the first principal to give me an opportunity um, <laughs> at Jacksonville High School. Um, called me into the office and the tennis coach had stepped down and he just, he called me in and said, listen, I'm in a pinch right now. Do you, you know anything about tennis? I said, man, I love tennis. And I do. I, yeah, I, yeah. I love tennis. I love tennis. And, um, it's something I hadn't done in a long time, but he, he said, can you do me a favor? I said, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I was young then. And, <laughs> uh, so I, I stepped in as a tennis coach for a year. Um, at Jacksonville, and we were sitting out there at a tennis match, and Coach Whitfield and Jibo come flying into the complex there at Jacksonville High School. Jibo's got his head out the window, 
and we're right in the middle of a tennis match. And, you know, there's a little bit of tennis etiquette that goes on. You can't really yell in between points and things like that. And he was yelling. I remember Debo yelling, Wells, Wells. And I turned around, and we're in the middle of the match. I'm going, who, who are these guys come flying in here? They parked the car and come running over there and sit down on the bench. And I remember that Coach Whitfield said, I'm, I got a special delivery from Craig Hill at Kenton High School. I'm coming in here to uh, 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 talk to you about coming to Kenton. And I said, are you serious? He goes, no, no, he's ready. He wants to see you tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you got to be kidding me. And, and, and tell know, we people, were, I mean, the season was underway. The school year had already begun, right, Coach? Yes, we were in our first match. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were at our first home match, and they come squealing around the corner, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's only in a movie. <laughs> and you know, we started talking right then and there, and so many things start going through your minds. And um, I could, I'll never forget this either. And I tried to do this with when when I was athletic director, and we were going after coaches and things, but. Um, I called Coach Hill. We co- you know how Coach Whitfield is. Hold on a second. We got to get co- Coach Hill on the phone. And uh, he handed me the phone. And the first thing Coach Hill said to me, and I'll never forget this, is he goes, uh, he said, Coach, he said, I just want you to know that I've called your principal and gotten permission to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. And and I thought that was a, a very, very classy act by Mr. Hill before um, little Coach Hill before the process even started that he had called Bill Kelly at, at Jacksonville and asked permission to even speak with me. And, uh, and I can remember, um, going into, um, uh, Mr. Kelly's office to talk to him about those things. And he said, well, I got a call from, uh, Craig Hill from Kenton high school and he wanted permission to talk to you. I said, and he said, and Mr. Kelly said, he said, I, I told him he could talk to you, but you weren't going anywhere, that you just started this camp down here. Um, and I said, well, Mr. Kelly, I said, uh, with all due respect, I'm going to um, have to take, I'd like to take a look. I said, just because, you know, when doors open, you don't always have to step through them. But I, I think that you have to take a look and, and see how things go. And uh, went down to Kenton, and you know what? he He – He's a he's a used car salesman too. You didn't know that, <laughs> but um, you know we just sat down and talked about it and and worked things out. And next thing you know, I'm coming to Kenton. So it was a really really quick turnaround and probably one of the hardest things I had to do. Um, had to do it twice in my life, really, as far as sitting down with kids and and telling them that I wasn't going to be there because we had a really good team coming back. Yeah. Um, and Russell Stevens, you know, Russell, uh, helped oh, yeah. me with my former college teammate, assistant coach and best friend. Um, you know, while I was at Jacksonville, just, uh, told them and that, that was a hard thing to do. And Russell and those guys took that thing to the, to the regionals for the first time in school history, two years in a row. So, um, to step out and go to Kinston and go to regionals and then have, my one of my dear friends at Jacksonville go and be able to watch them play uh, for the next two years was was fulfilling for sure. 
Well, and you stepped in and just had an amazing first year. And that voice, anybody that's listening knows who it is, is Wells Golich joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show and uh, that first season, Coach. You didn't even get to have a summertime with them. You didn't get to, you know, do any kind of camps with them. You basically, like you said, that's the reason I wanted to make that point. School had already started when you accepted this job with Kenston High School. And all you did was go 26-4 and four in that first season and just had an, an amazing first year with a, a pretty doggone talented team, Coach. Hey, what was it like? What was that first practice like? What was it for you to come in and – I mean, you were just – and I say this with all due respect, Coach. You were just a kid yourself. I mean, and you come in in that first year and uh, just have an amazing first year with uh, the Vikings in that 2001-2002 year. What was those first several practices like? Uh, over a Viking gym, coach. Well, it, it was it was bittersweet to the point of kind of knowing some of those kids, you know, knowing Jeremy and Herbert Hill and Dotson and David and Fonte Kilpatrick and Jamal Croom and um, you know, just really knowing those guys from from camp at East Coast because we had already had the East Coast camp, yep. and we had actually it was. Kinston and Jacksonville in the finals of the camp that year. So I knew those guys, um, knew of them because we played them in the finals of the East coast. And, um, you know, it was, it, it was, it was a little bit surreal going in there and just, you know, kind of switching teams at that point. Um, uh, and getting things started, getting things off the ground, you know, and, the, kid, the the guys were very very receptive. Um, Coach Stackhouse was a uh, had left to go to East Carolina, and George had done a great job with those guys. And um, you know, George had they had gone to the state championship the year prior to me arriving. So the pieces were there, the players were there, and you know, we went on a good run. It was it was a different system for sure. Um, but those guys bought in, and uh, I can remember going into to the sectional uh, finals. I'd gotten doggone vertigo, and I could barely stand up. I can't, I can't tell you a heck of a whole lot about it because I was still spinning. I was real sick. But Dotson went down with a back injury at, at Wilson uh, Beddingfield that, that uh, year, and we went into the, the regionals to play without Dotson and that was the first time Dotson was kind of our centerpiece of our press and you know you can't teach a kid being six foot ten and um you know we went in there and just didn't shoot the ball well in Menji's that night and uh still had a chance to win it in the end but um it was a it was it was a little disappointing that that we didn't uh, make it to the state championship that year because we had the pieces. Um, but you got to look at it. It's winning a state championship is not always guaranteed. And, um, come to, you know, everything came to fruition a little bit later on, a few years later. But, um, that, that first group there was a mighty special class for sure. And I know they think the world of you, too. Again, that voice list is Wells Gullich joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Going down memory lane a little bit here this morning, and uh, I, I am going to go ahead and fast forward. And I know you had some really good teams up until that uh, that 08 team. 
Coach, it just everything came together. You had played for the state championship the year before, lost to a very, very good Concord team in 07. But it all came together in 08, uh, 28 and four. You win the state title, the first state championship in the city of Kenston since the 1960s. Coach, uh, what, what, when you look back at that 08 season, what, what stands out to you the most, sir? Man, I'll tell you what, it was, uh, <laughs> that, that was a special, special team. Uh, but not only that, it was, you know, going and being there being there against uh Concord in 07 really really set the set the table for us to return in 2008 um Concord had lost the year prior to that uh against Dudley cuz they so they kind of went through the same process starts to um figuring out how to win you know a year later so uh learned a lot out of that game um, I felt like I overcoached the moment, really, really prepared for um, Concord, probably overprepared the kids. Um, just from the point of we covered so much stuff, I think I over oversaturated them with a scouting report and a lot of other different things, Thanks, to be quite honest with you. Um, but that, going into the 2008 state championship, we were able to kind of just break it down and, and keep it fun. I can remember us playing dodgeball against the coaches the night before the state championship to kind of keep us loose. And, uh, <laughs> you, you know, you, you live and you learn in those situations. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, I just uh, I learned a lot in um, from us losing the first one to make adjustments in the second one. And um, – you know, we just had a great crowd in, in Chapel Hill. Um, I can remember Kenston showing out. I mean, it was almost the whole city was there. We had the whole bowl filled up um, in the lower level as one of the one of the bigger state championships at the time as far as attendance. So, um, and that's when it, we had Reggie and, and, and Bo and the Twins. And, you know, we just had a really – we had a good all-around team. I think Reggie was a sophomore that year, and then he goes down with an ankle injury in the, in the first half, and I'm going, man, this is uh, not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, Bo and those guys stepped up and, and were able to, to bring that bring it back to Kinston. And, um, man, what a, what a great feeling that was to be able to have the first one brought back to Kinston in 40-something years. Yeah, it was an amazing night. And I remember you standing around in the pregame. I got a chance to talk to you in the pregame, and you said something along the lines of, and I, I it's not going to be verbatim, but the gist was, man, if somebody wants to rob somebody in Kenston, this is the day to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you were yeah, right. I bet there were, seriously, there had to have been 8,000, 9,000 fans just from Kenston, wasn't there? There, there really was. It was, it was an amazing crowd there, and uh, you know they'd been so many times and and just been snake bit, whether it was uh, an injury or whatever it may be, um, or you know having a lead and losing it. Um, they they had lost. They'd been there several times and, and lost, and um, it was just it was time. It was in the cards and. 
and our kids just did a phenomenal job of uh, closing it out at the end. And then, you know, coming back into town, I can remember the police escorts and just just everybody supporting uh, our basketball program. Um, you know, I also I also remember this. Everybody goes, you know, thinks <laughs> it's it's easy. And I said, you know, <laughs> the one thing about it is you coach you coach in a state championship on a on a Saturday evening or a Saturday afternoon, and then you're taking up tickets at the baseball game, and it's cold <laughs> as can be on 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 Monday. Yep, so yep. that's that's high school athletics for you. When especially when you're an athletic director, or assistant athletic director, it just never stops. And you know, you just you come home, and I remember. I remember on Monday, Coach Whitfield walks in and lays a check down on the on my desk and goes, "This is for the first two rings." I said, "Man, golly, Coach, thank you so much." I didn't even I hadn't even thought about the ring situation and raising money for rings. And within two weeks, we had all the money raised for the rings. Wow. The community really stepped community stepped up and were able to present those kids with. Uh, the first state championship rings for Kinston High School. Um, you know, Atkin had won a, a state championship. Um, Granger had won state championships. But we had the very first one for Kinston High School, which was uh, very, very special. It absolutely was. Uh, and that run into – I tell you what, let me, I've got to thank uh, our title sponsor of our uh, big interview. It's our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. With the medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit a comprehensive website at unclenore.org. Again, thank you. Uh, Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's waste no time. Let's get right back into it with Coach Wells Golich, who will be inducted into the Kinston Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame this Saturday night at the Kinston Community Center. We're talking about that 08 season and then uh, your last five seasons at Kinston. I'm going to say it till the day I die, Coach. You won three championships. It should have been four if it hadn't been for those cheating. Uh, uh, People and I, I just self-edited myself there, Coach. How about that? Those, uh, <laughs> you know how I feel about that 2009 season, Coach. You guys were cheated out of that. I'll never get over that. I mean, it's 14 years later, Coach, and I'm still as bitter right now as I was in uh, March of 2009 when we knew. You know, I, I don't want to waste. We've only got about five, seven minutes left. And I don't want to waste any time with that. But I do want to talk about uh, just your decision to step away. You had won the state championship in 2012 with just an amazing team that we knew was going to be good for several years after. And it, and it proved to be so as Coach Perry Tindall went on to win uh, the next three state championships or lead the Vikings to the next three state championships after that. How tough was it for you? after, Like I said, after winning three championships in five years, should have been four championships in five years if Northern Guilford hadn't cheated. But uh, how hard was it for you to step away from uh, – uh, from from the coaching ranks and uh, and just you you just completely got out of coaching for a couple of years, sir. I did. Um, you know what? Like I said, when 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 a door opens, I think you you owe it to yourself to look into you know peek in there and and talk about 
things. And Garrett Blackwelder, who is uh, the owner of Grover Gaming in Greenville, North Carolina, had called me and uh, just basically wanted to know was I interested in, in coming on to his new company and uh, being his uh, COO. And we went back and forth a little bit on it, and we, we kind of uh, threw some noodles against the wall, see if anything was going to stick. And uh, he, we threw a big one out there, and it stuck. And you know what? Brinkley was three years old at that time, and Baker was one. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand the reason for, for getting out, but I was the athletic director and also the head basketball coach, um, during that time, during that run, we we were world travelers. We, yes, you were. <laughs> we, we went to so many different tournaments. Uh, we flew to Peoria, Illinois, uh, which is a great Thanksgiving tournament. It's the Tournament of Champions. Uh, we flew down to the city of Palms down in Florida, um, actually, we played Danny Hurley's team there. Danny's now the, the coach of uh, UConn. Um, we went to the Hoop Hall Classic. And then um, another one we went to, and that's not even including the, the GlaxoSmithKline, which is now the John Wall. Um, we went to Hawaii and took a, a group of kids and 40 spectators out there from Kinston. We were out there for nine days. So, um, you know, I was part, <laughs> I was part, uh, I guess, travel agent, um, <laughs> putting all those things together um, through with Nike uh, during that time. And it just really, you know, I didn't have a secretary. You know, we were running all those sports and coaching and then booking all those things. And, you know, and then having two small children. Matter of fact, Brinkley took her first steps uh, walking on Waikiki Beach. Wow. Um, you know, in, in, in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, that was that was special. And um, But it just kind of, you know, it just kind of wore me down, to be quite honest with you, brother. And, and it was it was time to time for a change. And the Lord puts you where you're supposed to be. And, uh, you know, he put us in a situation where, you know, through the evolution of everything else in life, uh, and we end up down in Wilmington and uh, really just really enjoy it. I'm, matter of fact, I'm in the car now and, and taking uh, Brinkley to uh, volleyball practice. So, um, you know, we really enjoy it down here and being down at the beach and uh, just uh, having a, a, a really good time during – during uh, the ending of our coaching and, and teaching careers right now. Well, you know that uh, you will always, always in hundreds, if not thousands of minds here in uh, Kensington, Lenore County, wherever you're at, and you, you're having, I know you're enjoying uh, Wilmington and Ashley High School right now and all that and being right there on the water and everything, but you are always going to be a son of Kenston and, uh, Someone that is beloved here in Kenson at Kenson High School, Lenore County, and all that. Hey, which leads to my last question here for you, Coach. Uh, what's that? What does this mean to you? What does this? Uh, I don't think I've asked, actually got around to asking you this question. What does this honor mean to you to be 
uh, inducted into the Kinsland North County Sports Hall of Fame, which will happen this Saturday night. What does that mean to you, Coach Golich? You know, Hanks, it's almost like a, a surreal-type situation to where it, it probably won't hit you until you're there, if you know what I mean. I do. It's, um, uh, you know, I'm thinking of it, and it's exciting to me, and, and, and what a what a true honor it is for for me and my family to just be able to come back to Kinston. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm, you know, I've got all those different types of emotions um, all bundled up inside of me. But, you know, just stay, keeping myself busy, which I always do, um, you know, life happens every day. And then next thing you know, you're going to run into couple hundred people that you haven't seen in, in quite some time and that's that's where it's going to really that's when it's really going to hit is uh walking into to uh back into kinston on uh actually going to come in on friday night and uh for coach whitfield's little celebration he's having so once that time once that time comes i'll be uh i'll be in celebration mode so I'm going to keep myself busy the rest of this week, but it, it, tru- it truly is uh, one of the highlights of, of my, my coaching career for sure. Well, like I said, Coach, uh, you, should just, you should know, I mean, how honored we are that we had you here. I, I, there's a thousand things I could say to you. I can't believe how fast 30 minutes goes when you and I get to talking. But, Coach, I can't wait to see you this uh, Saturday night and uh to to see you get inducted and to see your name on the wall and to be a, a part of this uh this hall of fame coach thank you for everything you've done for me through the years and i just i, I can't wait for saturday coach I, that's why i wanted to have you on the first you're our first hall of fame guest <laughs> we're having on this week there was a reason why coach i wanted to have you on first i can't wait to see you saturday and your beautiful family congratulations on this honor we'll see you then my friend Hanks, I really appreciate you, man, over over the years and still to this day. And and I can't wait to get back there and, you know, see Perry and Lauren and and just, you know, a lot of old friends. And, um, you know, that's that's what it's all about. It's about it's about the friendships made and the continuing friendships that you have that are lifelong friendships. So we just can't wait to be there. So um i'll see you on saturday buddy with, with my boots on <laughs> we'll see you then sir safe travel sir thank you buddy there you go that's wells gullage he'll be inducted into the kinsland north county sports hall of fame this saturday night can't wait for it to happen let's get john jonathan here let's play the birthday game we'll wrap up this monday edition of the brian hanks show right after that it's monday august the 14th in the year of the lord 2023 man what a big week we have here in front of us we've been talking about it on the show all day today high school football kicks off this friday night uh we've got the kinsley north county sports hall of fame that's this saturday night we've got the battle of the badges this saturday and sunday we don't need no stinking badges (laughs) well if you're gonna play in the battle of the badges you need to have a badge. i'm gonna hit you brian (laughs) i know you are uh but that's going on this weekend man we've got just a crazy busy awesome week here in front of us but you know what we gotta do the birthday game first here john dawson yeah Mm -hmm. brief wave of nausea just uh went through my uh (laughs) 
Ooh. Oh, that. good. So you understand what it's like to be Linda. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to leave that in there. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, I'll do my best. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey, you won on Friday. How was your weekend, dude? It was great. You know, I, I went on Friday, got a little momentum. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> God. Did you end up going to go? I know you said you were going to go see Repticon. Uh, you talked about it on Friday. Did you get to go see it? Yeah, we, we went to Repticon. Uh, I may or may not have gotten a new snake. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I got to ask. Uh, there it is. Ah! <laughs> what does Maris think about uh, reptiles? She love them? She, she does. So, or? Um, I'm, I'm kind of picky about what I let her interact with, but um, the blue tongue skink we have and the, the, whoa, the what? blue tongue skink. It's a, it's a lizard about a foot and a half long. And then the the ball python. She, I let her uh, pet the ball python because he's a little, he's kind of docile. So, but she she loves it. We'll walk by the enclosures and snake, snake, snake. I'll try to get her to say the names, but you know, hit or miss. She just likes the word snake. Now she will call the dogs by their names, so that's nice. That is cool, man. Well, two out of three. She calls Delta Doo Doo. <laughs> what does she call John? <clears throat> Dad Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Well played, young man. That was good. Oh, come on now. That's funny. You got to give the devil his due there. That was awesome. Uh, John Dawson, how was your weekend? Uh, how did everything go for you and the uh, and the Dizzle family? Everything went pretty good. We just kind of uh, got a lot of things percolating. I'm helping my friend John Guy Bart finish his record. There's like a lot of stuff to finish, but we're always starting other things, and I'm trying to get things i would rather finish before starting something else but it never ends up being that way we need to like one of these shows have one of your uh songs playing underneath us especially like a day like today where we well we do have one musician and we have a there's, a musician there's who's well there's some away. of my older stuff i did with john bundrick playing under us right now oh i like it mm. okay well i'm talking about the new stuff mm. i want to sell some albums here dude yeah okay don't you I don't know. I don't. The, the average person in Kinston will not listen to anything unless it's beach music or 30 years old. But you know, hope springs eternal. Indeed it does. Indeed it does. Okay. Uh, well, I had a good weekend. Go ahead and ask me. Um, how much was the bail money and what's her name? <laughs> Dude, uh, just a Little League Softball World Series, man. Had a blast in Greenville and uh, – just uh, honored to be a part of it again for the. Did they finally figure row. out you were too old to play, or did no, the no, no, skirt no. fool them? No, the skirt absolutely fooled them, dude. And uh, <laughs> I had a couple of home runs. Uh, only a couple. <laughs> yeah, only a couple. I put it on a tee for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But uh, man, those girls are good, man. I mean, mm. in all sincerity, I mean, they are. They're the the world's best uh, softball players, uh, twelve and under in the in this whole United States of the world. Oh, cool. United States of the world. <laughs> didn't make any sense. Sounds like some idiocracy stuff. It really does. Okay, uh, John, uh, no, no, <laughs> Jonathan Massey, you won on Friday, three to two. You trailed two days to one uh, so far here in August, but why don't you, young man, tell us about Goeco Office Automation, the title sponsor of this here birthday game. Well, Goeco Office Automation is a fine company, and they are slinging out fine products, much like that Canon MF420 copier that, for some reason, I cannot forget the name of. It is in my head, for better or worse. But they for have, eternity. It, yeah, there we go. Um, but, you know, they're a great company. Jock Passleg is very giving with all the... Uh, all the stuff he's done for the show, uh, sponsoring this segment. Um, 
and he's giving to the community. He wants to he wants to empower all the businesses in Kinston. And I like to think he is in no small part partially responsible for, for the, the booming economy that, that Kinston is slowly seeing. Um, so if you want to get in on that action, you need to give Jock a call. Now, how would we do that? With a phone. <laughs> okay. Is there a number that we would push into our phone that they would we would then call? Yeah. It's 252-286-286-5353. Uh, or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. I like it, man. You talk about an eclectic selection of uh, folks here for the birthday, uh, and they're all very well known. I guarantee you all. Well, I don't know about the first one. You may not. I this. Let me just tell you who it is first, okay? And then we'll all share our thoughts on him. Tim Tebow. Today is Tim Tebow's birthday. Former University of Florida quarterback, uh, former... Uh, he was a Jet for a little bit. I know he was a Denver Bronco for a little bit. They won a playoff game. Was uh, he a Jaguar? I think, he, no, he tried out for the Jaguars as a tight as end. As a tight end and, and didn't make it. And he was in the Mets farm system for a little bit. He was in the Mets farm system, and I guess now he just does uh, football analysis for somebody. I think it's ESPN or somebody. I don't even know who it is off the top of my head. <clears throat> I'm not a fan. And I know this <laughs> shocks a lot of people when I tell them that, Jonathan Massey, but I'm just – I've. Not that I'm saying he's fake. I don't think he's fake. I, I just, I, I don't even know how to express what I'm trying to say. Just, I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan. I, I, I don't enjoy his proselytizing. I. This is probably going to shock you then. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. Oh, that. my God. I figured of the three of us in here, you'd be on my side. I, I don't, well, okay. So, obviously, I do not care much for that aspect of it, but. <laughs> You know, it's it's like with any other athlete that's not that anything he's done is bad, but as athletes that have done things that are bad, I separate the athlete from the person. I'll say this, probably the greatest college quarterback we've seen. Dude, you are on drugs, man. Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning. How won. many national championships did Peyton yeah, Manning win? Peyton Manning didn't win any. Did he win? Well, I don't think he won any. No. Yeah. Tebow won two. He won a Heisman. Now, was he skill set the greatest quarterback that's ever stepped on the field? No, but he's the greatest college winner at the quarterback position we've ever seen. Wow. I'm going to have to do some uh, research into that one because I think you are dead wrong. I think he's a winner. Don't get it twisted. But did you hear they're doing – I don't know if it's a 30 for 30, but maybe it's Bill Simmons well, with a ringer. But somebody, they're doing a uh, like a – Looking back on those years with him and Aaron Hernandez, and on the Aaron team. Hernandez, and uh, the other players that were on that team, I now that I will watch. Okay, oh I, for sure, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I have no, I have no issue with the guy. I don't think, Aaron, a, I don't think he's a very good. I don't think he's a talented quarterback. I just think he. Part of it was the system in Florida. Part of it was the landscape of college football at the time. But the dude won. Yeah, he won two national championships. You can't argue with that. No. That's that's like saying Joe Montana. St statistically, is Joe Montana one of the five best quarterbacks of all time? Yeah. No. What? But how many? How many? How many Super Bowls did he win? Four, four. five, five, four, five. Thought he won four. It's four or five. I know it's four, four or five. five. Yeah. No, no, no. Let me Google that. I, we need to know. Uh, four. Because they won one with Steve Young after he left for Kansas City. There you go. He won in 82, 85, 89. And Joe Montana went on to become a great actor. No, no, no. Joe Montana. <laughs> but my point being, 
Joe Namath is one of the worst quarterbacks of all time, but he won a Super Bowl, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Yep. So there you go. Okay, so uh, after all of that, now you get to guess how old Tim Tebow is today. This one, God, just go ahead. Thirty-seven. You say thirty-seven. What do you say, John Dawson? Hey, hey your thought. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Tim Tebow? Of the list of annoying things pro athletes do, I would say what he does is on page nine hundred and twenty. <laughs> That's what I would say. Probably fair. That's probably fair. Um, Thirty-six. Uh, I knew it was wrong. After you and I talked about Tim Tebow, this is what happens. John Dawson gets it after you and I talk about it for five minutes. So, uh, I don't know. Is that uh, poetic justice? Is it? I don't know. What, Probably. What would you Probably. So, uh, congratulations. Yes, he's 36 today. He was born the year I graduated from high school. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Uh, he's already been washed out of two sports, and uh, and he's only thirty six. Did this guy so. steal your car in high school? What is your What has this guy done to you? I just I don't know how to explain it. He just well, that's you're you're broadcasting to thousands. You better have something to back up nah, this vitriol. I, I don't. I mean, if it turns out that five years from now they found out that he abused chickens, and uh, but since they haven't and. If they and if he had done 10, that, it would have thousand parking tickets. It would have come out by now. I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know. He's only 36. <laughs> so this is another in your long line of baseless yeah, hatreds. Yeah, like of the Tar Heels uh, fan base. This is this is just as insane. Yeah, he's yeah. done nothing to anyone. No. no one. But I bet he has secretly. Anyway, our next birthday here, John <laughs> Dawson. Uh, one of the great comedians of all time, and from what you have told me, he's a heck of a musician too, Steve Martin. He's a fantastic musician. You said that. that I, that's what I remembered. I remember you telling me he can. He can play a banjo. He can play bluegrass music with a band as astute as the Steep Mountain Rangers, and your average bluegrass musician is one of the top musicians within 400 miles of wherever he is. That stuff is incredibly hard to do. It's like speed metal without the electricity. You know who was a good who loved, and it's because I've been listening to that 500 rock songs that, or 500 songs that define rock music or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. we've talked about it a lot. Jerry Garcia. Garcia. He made an album with uh, David Grisman called Old and In the Way. That's a great bluegrass album. I had no idea. That's originally what he wanted to do. That's what he, he was wa- playing originally. And, yeah. And after the Grateful Dead got to be a big behemoth, he would go out and try to do bluegrass shows because he was tired of seeing those smelly hippies coming up over the hill and he was playing some bluegrass festival somewhere just under no big advertisement he was there playing bluegrass and all of a sudden he said i could i could smell the patchouli coming up over the hill and there they were you know that's too funny the patchouli i think i made that part up but he did say i could see him coming up over the hill he's like oh god they found me he just wanted to play bluegrass steve martin fantastically talented guy i mean the movies he made in his last 10 or 15 years, I think, before a paycheck, but I don't blame the man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the movie Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy did Bowfinger. I think that was the last thing he did that he wrote, possibly. Roxanne was a funny movie. Um, his, 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 his early stand up albums are hysterical. Well, The uh, Jerk was hilarious. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. The the thing he does with Martin Short. That, yeah, yeah what, the, the tour. Like he, the touring he does with Martin Short is really funny. They, it just, uh, they filmed it, and it's on Netflix, but it's really funny. Well, they've got a series. I think it's on Netflix right now. Only or, Murderers in the Building Yep, or something. there you go. Yeah. And it's been critically acclaimed. I've not seen it, but, I mean, people seem to like it. Okay, uh, 
You got Tim Tebow. Now it's your chance to get Steve Martin. How old is he today? 78. Born August 14, 1945. Yes, indeed. He is 78 years old. Congratulations, John Dawson. Up two to nothing. You've got them both perfect, too. Yep. You got to put a stop to this, Jonathan Massey. No, I don't. Don't you tell me what to do. Okay. Next up, I, I'm just going to say her name. I, I get, go ahead. Get your claws ready. Oh, uh, you agree with me 1,000% on this. Halle Berry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do two. Now do one for me. There you go. Halle Berry, man. Yes. Yeah. Whose guess is it? <laughs> Before we get in trouble. All I can think about is uh, Drake and uh, what's that song? It was like Halle Berry, Halle Louis. Oh, I can Halle think about a swordfish. <laughs> favorite favorite uh, uh, part? Monster's Ball. I don't think I ever saw that. That's the best movie she's ever been Make in. Make me feel good. That's from Monsters, Ball. Oh, okay. I think Billy Bob Thornton's like a prison guard or something. Copper. I can't remember. What is that movie? But her husband or whatever gets incarcerated and she starts this thing with Billy Bob Thornton, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So I need to see this is what you're saying. Yep. Yep. Okay. Halle Berry. Hallelujah. Halle Berry. Catwoman. Terrible movie. Yeah, but she certainly knew how to fill out a PVC, a, uh, uh, whatever it's called. Yeah. Cat soup. Meow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Halle Berry. Uh, 53. You say 53. What do you say, John Dawson? 52. <sighs> she was born August 14th, 1966. She's 57 today. Wow. Oh, how about that? Her and Elizabeth Hurley. I swear I was getting ready to say you're British. Her and Elizabeth Hurley drink from the same fountain, I believe. Indeed I need to find that do. fountain. Yeah, Not for me. Fine. I just want to catch them while they're there. You want to hang out when they come by to drink from the sip from the fountain. Uh, you'd have to throw Jennifer Aniston in there, too. I don't have to. You don't like Jennifer Aniston? I just felt like messing with you. Sure. Oh, oh okay. And Salma Hayek. I'd love to throw him in the fountain. <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, two to one. It goes back to you, John, John Dawson. Dawson. Uh, I saw a list the other day of the top point guards of all time in basketball, not just NBA, college basketball. The top point guards. Who would you say, John Dawson, best point guard ever, in your opinion? In college basketball? In, uh, in uh, pro basketball. Magic was a guard. For, was he a guard or a forward? No, nope, it's Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson, I guess. Today is Irvin Magic Johnson's birthday. And you know what? I think I'd have to agree. They had uh, Magic Johnson one. They had uh, Steph Curry, too. And all the success eh, all the success Steph Curry's had, it'd be hard. Yeah, Did I you guess. know, I saw a stat about him, that if Steph Curry missed the next five, is like 543 pointers that he took. He would still be number one all time in uh, in, in three-point uh, field goal percentage. I think that says more about his ability than the lack of ability from the other guys, but jeez. Is that not crazy? He could miss the next 540, and he would still be all time was, the number one three-point shooter by percentage. Where was Stockton at on that list? He had to be at least top five, right? Nah, uh, well, he, in my opinion, he should be. I think he was top ten in the list, though. But you got to remember, too, I mean, he played, He was a system point guard. He didn't score. He scored when he needed to, but well, he was uh, – He was a pure passer. He was an absolute pure and passer. And somehow a great defender. Led the league 
God knows how many times in assist and steals. Uh, he was amazing. He was amazing, and and he looked like me and, and me, you and uh, Dawson. I, so, I watch. I got to tell you, I watched the Dream Team, uh, thirty for thirty or whatever you want to call it, uh, a few. What, today, a little while ago. Uh, yeah, a little while ago. And uh, it was talking about, you know, how the dream team in, Bar- in Barcelona, <laughs> You're like, yeah, not Barcelona, but Barcelona, uh, they, you know, they couldn't go anywhere. They couldn't. I mean, Larry couldn't, Larry Bird couldn't go anywhere. Magic Johnson couldn't. Of course, Michael Jordan couldn't go anywhere. I mean, none of those guys, because they all were very recognizable. Christian Except, Leitner probably could have. Yeah, he's 6'11", though. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. people are going to look how tall he is. John Stockton, six foot, 175 pounds or whatever. The bus was stopped, and, uh, you know, everybody had to sit in the bus. He gets out with his wife, and they had a camera follow him. Mm-hmm. Not one person bothered him. Not one person. I just thought that was hilarious that, I mean, he looked like just every, he looked like me and you out there, or all three it's, of us it's out there. funny and somehow depressing all at the same time. Well, here's what made it even better. The camera person, they, they got John Stockton, his wife, and his two kids, and uh, this woman had on a Dream Team, team shirt, a T-shirt, and uh, he's on the T-shirt. John Stockton is, and she was like, oh, we got to see uh, Michael Jordan the other night, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, uh, well, do you know who that is right there? And she goes, uh-uh. <laughs> there go. Okay, Magic Johnson, John Dawson, you lead two to one, I believe. Yes. How old today is the great Magic Johnson? 64. You lead three to one, and all three of yours have been perfect. You've already locked up the day, dude. Yes, he was born August the 14th, 1959. He is 64 years old today. How in the world did you know that, or was that a guess? That couldn't have been a guess, right? Educated guess. Dude, I am very impressed. Okay, a few days ago, today is Monday, so it was last week. Uh, I told you we were going to be doing David Crosby's birthday. You told me to pick out a song, and I did not pick it out yet. So what am I playing? Orleans. You're, you're going to have to type it in. Okay. Well, he's known for his harmony vocals, and this is the uh, apex of his harmony vocals. Before he started snorting half of Peru, he was a very good singer. Well, he passed away back on January 18th. Did you know that? Yes. It's amazing he lived as long as he did. I'm, I'm not trying to make no, a joke. No, 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 no. I don't take it as a joke. I've, I've been listening, like I said, to that 500. Am I, am I talking over this? Julie? That's beautiful. Uh, but he wasn't exactly beloved by his fellow musicians, was he? Well, it was, he could be a bit of a jackass. I mean, there's no way other way to put it. I just, I'm glad you said it instead of me. You know a lot better than I do. I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how old would David Crosby be? Like I said, he passed away back on January 18th. This uh, goes to you, Massey. Uh, how old would he be today if he were still alive? If he, if he hadn't passed away back on January 18th. 86. You say 86? What do you say, John Dawson? 85. He was born August 14th, 1941, so he would only be 82 today. So congratulations, John Dawson. You win. Uh, you just put a punctuation mark on it there as you win four to one today. You now lead three days to one. 
here in uh, the month of August. Hey, uh, local, semi-local birthdays. Did you ever work with Latoya Mack at the uh, Free Press? She was a crime reporter for us for a no. little bit. Mm-mm. Beautiful lady and just very, very talented and amazing. And uh, one of the reasons I'm glad Facebook still exists is that I get to keep up with her. And uh, was just a, a very good journalist. Uh, Sandy Wall would tell you. Just uh, Latoya was just a, 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 an impressive, impressive uh, journalist. Uh, but she has gone on. I'm not exactly. I think she does public relations now. But uh, miss you, miss you, LT. Uh, then David Masson. You remember him uh, that worked with us up the Holiday Invitational jacked just really jacked i mean a super nice guy and i bet you i've messed his last name up m-a-s-o-n-e sony i always just call him devin so i don't know how to pronounce his last name but a super yeah i can promise you if you saw him you would recognize him uh, oh probably yeah because well you gotta remember we credential 200 media members a year but uh but a super nice guy and has always been very respectful and just a a good dude. Uh, happy birthday, Devin. And then former Jacksonville uh, Daily News uh, sports editor, Paul Thompson, who has also got out of the business too, but uh, a good dude. So if your birthday is today, like Paul Thompson and Devin Masoni, Mason, Sony, I'm sorry, Devin, because I'm tagging him on this. And I know you, I'm, give me the pronunciation of your last name in the comments here. And then LT, Latoya McHenry. I went to uh, her wedding and uh, just beautiful, just a beautiful, beautiful lady uh, inside and out. Uh, if your birthday is like theirs, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And uh, man, what a fun show today. What a great way to start off the week. Thank you again to Mark Panicelli in our first hour here today. Thank you to the great Wells Gullage. Uh, don't forget, Friday night football, this Friday on the Bull, North and North Green Central, and then Saturday night, uh, the Kinston North County Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony over at the Kinston Community Center. Hey, uh, tomorrow we will have uh, da, 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 Richard Clark in our first hour. We're going to have some uh, football guests in our second hour. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Mm-hmm.